0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm.
1: I have a personal announcement, though. Uh, I'm placing a personal bounty on the head of Tim McCracken. He's the coach and chief punk on that Syracuse team. A a bounty? Yeah. A hundred bucks of my own money for the first of my men that really nails that creep. Uh, That's 8 o'clock at the War Memorial, the uh, Syracuse, and the all-new Charleston Chiefs. Thanks, Rich. Not to
2: worry, kid.
3: Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott.
4: Welcome to another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. If you have come looking for Blues highlights, Blues talk, and a Blues game recap, well, you've come to the right place. The Blues coming into the game against the Lightning last night had won two in a row. The Lightning, I believe, were 9-1 in their last 10. Of course, the Lightning are the best team in the league. Just listen to some of these stats. And these stats are after the Blues game. In 76 games, they're 58-14-4. They've scored 301 goals. That's right, 301 goals. You're not hearing me incorrectly. They've only allowed 202, which I know you guys can do the math. They are a plus 99 in the goal differential. And the team that's second in goal differential, that would be the Calgary Flames. Now you're probably thinking, what do they have, 70, 75? Oh no, they're a plus 58. So Tampa with their plus 99 is that dominant and have set themselves apart from the pack. There are other good teams in the NHL. There's other good teams playing well, such as the Blues. The Golden Knights have been playing well. There are a lot of teams that are starting to play like it's playoff time. And we've been seeing some really good hockey. The last time these two teams played, it was in Tampa in February, and Jordan Bennington shut them out one to nothing. Going into this game, I was telling people I didn't think we would see that type of a game. And it definitely did not disappoint. From the drop of the puck, It was a back and forth game and it really wasn't the type of style the Blues really want to get involved in. That back and forth, fast paced, three shots on goal, head down the other side, two shots on goal, head back down to the other side, three shots on goal. That was the type of period it was. Neither team would score in the first half of the first period, but shortly thereafter, the Blues would be the first team to get on the scoreboard when Robert Thomas sent a rebound into the net past Vasilevsky to give the Blues a one to nothing lead.
0: But kept in by Dunn. Boy, he worked on those one timers with Mike Van Ryan this morning after practice for a long time. Here he is again, Dunn across. Bozak, the drive, rebound. They score! Robert Thomas, a power play goal! One nothing lead and the Blues are getting their scoring from all over now. And that's a nice feeling to have. Big Pat Maroon in front of the net causes enough of a distraction. The shot by Bozak is very smart. Down low and on the ice. Dunn is right there in the middle of the ice in the slot, but it's Robert Thomas on the near side, and he's got an easy one, but he makes sure that that gets beyond the goaltender Vasilevsky.
4: The Lightning are known for their crisp, accurate passing, but on this power play, the Blues were looking very, very well themselves. Dunn takes a shot, comes right out, and instead of Robert Thomas just shooting it in, he makes sure it gets over Vasilevsky, who you know is the most acrobatic goaltender in the league. And if Robert Thomas wouldn't have put it up high enough, Vasilevsky would have been able to slide across and get that with his pet. So just a great smart move by Robert Thomas. That goal would be Thomas's eighth of the year. It was a power play goal, 11 minutes, 30 seconds in. Dunn gets his 22nd assist. Maroon, who has just been playing lights out lately, gets his 16th assist. And the Blues find themselves up 1-0. At this point, you're thinking, we're up 1-0. Let's continue to put pressure on Vasilevsky and not allow Tampa to get a lot of opportunities on Jordan Bennington. Well, they didn't allow Tampa to get a ton of opportunities on Jordan Bennington. But the Blues just kept pressing and pressing and didn't let their foot off the gas pedal. And Alex Steen just gets a beautiful goal. 12 minutes, 8 seconds in. Just 48 seconds after Thomas's goal to put the Blues up 2 to nothing.
0: And now Palat, Watched by Sanford. He stole it in front. Sanford a drive. Rebound. They, they score! It is 2-0 as Steen gets it done. This puck follows Sanford. He mishandled it around Palat, but he gets a hold of it. This shot, rebound, Alexander Steen, and the fourth line continues to hum.
4: At the beginning of the year, the Blues looked very slow. They didn't look fast. I don't care if it was against a good team or a bad team. But in this game, they looked fast. They looked quick to the puck. You just can't say enough about this team in the offensive zone, especially in the first period. Sanford takes the initial shot. Steen heads for the puck. He's falling down, great effort, puts it past Vasilevsky, and the Blues have a two-goal lead. That goal by Steen would be his eighth of the year. Sanford gets his 11th assist, and the Blues are looking very good. But wait, they're not done. No, they didn't score a goal five minutes later. They didn't score a goal six minutes later. We didn't go out of the first period up just two to nothing. They would add another goal just 37 seconds later. And it would be by Vladimir Tarasenko, who we are very happy to see back after that injury he had.
1: Now Johnson, a drive, blocked by Bo So the first goal, Thomas from Dunn and Bozak. The last goal, Steen from Sanford. Here the blows again.
0: O'Reilly in. Tarasenko, he scores! Unbelievable! We knew it was a matter of time before the top line got on the sheet as well. And what a play by Ryan O'Reilly. It's said who buys time around the long reach of the six foot six headman and with one knee on the ice terrasenko just has to bang that home and he quickly goes to O'Reilly and says, great pass. Three goals in 75 seconds.
4: This goal sequence all starts in the defensive end. The Lightning get a shot. Bowmeister blocks it. It ends up on a Blues player stick. They head down the ice. Eventually it gets on O'Reilly's stick. Tarasenko is streaking to the right side of him. He gets it to Tarasenko. Vasilevsky jumps across and tries to get to it, but he's not quite quick enough, and the Blues have a 3 to nothing lead. That goal happened 12 minutes, 45 seconds in. Tarasenko gets his 29th, O'Reilly gets his 44th assist, and Shin gets his 33rd assist. The Blues had two power play opportunities in the first period. They were able to capitalize on one out of the two, that first goal by Robert Thomas. The Blues killed off one penalty when Bartuzzo was called for tripping against Ryan Callahan. Shots on goal, the Blues 13, Tampa 12. Going into the second period, you knew John Cooper was not going to just let his players lay down. They came out in the second period knowing the period would start off on the penalty kill for them, but that didn't matter to them. They kept working the puck shorthanded and would get a shorthanded goal Just 27 seconds in to bring it back to a two-goal lead for the Blues.
0: And Sorelli walking in. Come on. Scores! A shorthanded goal right off the faceoff before we hit 30 seconds in the period. Have one on the board. Well, there's nothing to get you going like a
1: shorthanded goal. And after that great shot by Kaloran, he does this one right off the faceoff. But the work is done by Sorelli again. St. Louis just goes to sleep for a second. And look at that little move by Sorelli. He actually beats two guys. He beats the defenseman Petrangelo and his centerman, his counterpart pulls it into the middle of the ice, and Killorn, who just walked away from his guy, acted like they were on the power play. What a beautiful move by Killorn, and that is big energy booster by the penalty killer.
4: Face-offs are a very important part of the game, and we know how great the Blues have been when it comes to face-off percentage this year. But in this instance, Sorelli wins the face-off in the offensive zone, gets it over to Killorn. Killorn puts it past Bennington, and we're now at 3-1. That goal by Killoran would be a 17th of the year. Sorelli, with that huge face-off win, gets his 19th assist. 27 seconds in, and you're starting to get maybe a little bit antsy. Not a lot, because the Blues are still playing very good at this point. Under seven minutes later, though, you started getting a little more nervous when Braden Point would make it 3-2. to two.
0: He'll play it right back in. Delzato out to center. And here's a steal by McDonough. He walks in, looks at first for Point, he shoots, he scores! Point snuck in, back door, McDonough the perfect feed. Lightninger down a goal. This is one of the many things that Ryan McDonough
1: does so well. He controls the neutral zone area. He stands up in the neutral zone as good as anybody in the league, and he reads this play, this cross-ice pass. McDonough stands up and picks it off, and then he doesn't panic. He keeps reassessing, reassessing, buying time for Braden Point. Point is going backdoor while all the St. Louis Blues are wondering if McDonough's is going to move the puck on the short side.
4: Coming out of the D zone, O'Reilly tries to lift the pass, over to a Blues player against the boards. McDonough intercepts it. Point is heading towards the net. Puts it right on point stick. Point puts it past Jordan Bennington. And we have a 3-2 game now. That goal would be Braden Point's 40th of the year. McDonough gets his 32nd assist. 7 minutes 24 seconds into the second. The Lightning really carried the play in the second period. They poured it on to a whole other notch. And I've watched them do this throughout the year. I've probably watched about 25 of their games or so. And it doesn't happen in all of them. But sometimes they'll fall behind. Or they don't play what I would say is 100% full tilt in. And they'll get behind one to nothing. Or, or it'll be zero to zero. And they're just not playing like you think they should. And you're thinking, man, this team is supposed to be the best team in the league. Then all of a sudden, they pour it into overdrive. And that's exactly what happened in the second period. But the Blues weathered the storm. And 14 minutes, 24 seconds in, Braden Sheen would have to get one of the best goals I've seen in a long time on such a great individual effort to put the Blues up 4-2. to two.
0: John Cooper has not pulled his goaltender during the course of a game. Now Tarasenko wide open, rebound, Shin! he scores! What a play! I don't believe it! That certainly gets things lit up here once again. For the Blues, now with a two-goalie, Barbershev got in on the hunt here on McDonough. He was relentless on it, great stick work. And he finds the open man, Tarasenko. A hard shot by Tarasenko and a remarkable play by Graydon Shin.
4: Tarasenko takes the initial shot on a great pass right to him in the center of the ice. Fazilevsky makes a save. It comes to Shin. Shin gets the puck, kind of moves around with it a little bit is a little off-kiltered, spreads his legs, scoots it between his legs as he's a little off-balance, puts it behind Vasilevsky. I don't know how he did it. One of the most beautiful goals I have seen all year long. That goal by Shea would be his 15th of the year. Tarasenko gets his 31st assist, and Barbashev gets his 11th assist. The Blues are back up to a two-goal lead at 4-2. The only penalty in that period was a penalty on Zach Sanford for high sticking, and Tampa was not able to convert on that power play opportunity. Going into the third period, would Tampa still dominate? Would the Blues be able to hold them off and hold that two-goal lead? They weren't able to hold the two-goal lead, and Tampa had another good period and got back within one goal to make it four to three.
0: Pallott comes by with Stamkos in deep in that zone it's handed off. Chernak back to Pallott pass was deflected. Miller works it a free got it to Stamkos he scores! The dead eye shot from the slot has made it a one goal game once again but terrific work
1: of maintaining puck possession. It was the exchange by Palat coming up to the point and Chernak going down low, then Chernak turning the puck over and bunting it back to Palat at the point. All along, there's movement. There's Stamkos moving from the boards into the slot area. There's Miller getting the puck on the backhand, knowing where Stamkos is, finding that soft area in the upper slot. And then, of course, there's the finish, the shot on the short side.
4: Tampa was moving very quickly in the offensive zone. JT Miller gets the puck over to Stamkos. Stamkos is probably 8 to 12 feet in front of Bennington and puts it past him glove side. These teams keep scoring on Jordan Bennington's glove side. I'm told I'm nuts, but it happens time and time again. It's something Jordan Bennington is going to have to work on because the teams have figured out something. They don't just shoot in an area on a goaltender Over and over again, just for the hell of it. That goal would be Stamkos' 39th of the year. Miller gets his 30th assist. Four minutes, 46 seconds in. They really played a great third period. The Blues were on their heels a lot. Late in the period, under six minutes left. Tampa's on a power play. Hedman gets the puck to Stamkos. Puts another puck past Bennington. And the Lightning look like they've tied this game up at four. But the Blues coaches on the bench look at the replay and realize that the Lightning are offsides. They challenge it and it comes back that the Lightning were offsides and the Blues win this game 4 to 3. Let's go to the stats of the game. The Lightning had 42 shots on goals to the Blues 26. The faceoff battle was pretty even, 51% for the Lightning, 49% for the Blues. I'm sure the Blues hated giving up three power play opportunities to the best power play team in the league, but the Lightning were 0 for 3 on the power play, and the Blues were 1 for 2. Hits pretty even. The Blues did win that battle, though, 22-20. Blocks were even at 14-14, to 14, and the Blues had four giveaways to the Lightning's three. Let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews, where we're going to first hear from Coach Craig Berube. Then we're going to hear from Braden Shin, Tarasenko, and, of course, Bennington on a huge win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, of course, their third win in a row on this four-game homestand.
5: Yeah, he had it pegged right away. You know. so it was a good call. Did you have any
1: sense at all? Well, uh,
5: not at the time. I just looked down at the monitor and saw it. So, But at the time, I didn't.
1: We we think that's your first successful
5: challenge, that? Uh, coach you know, I No. It's I nice, don't nice to get one like that. Yeah, yeah, it was an important one for sure. They did a good job uh, catching it right away. Yeah, all for sure, but uh, it was pretty obvious uh, obvious on uh, you know what we saw. And our our video guy Sean, he was up. You know, he was pretty adamant it was offside.
1: When, when it's three from Craig, uh, I'm, I'm sure you're you're expecting a pushback. Expect that kind of push Well,
5: uh, we went out and we had a power play and had a face off, and you know, you can't give up a goal like that. And we're on our heels after that for eight eight nine minutes.
4: The importance of Shen's goal. Fair it's a big,
5: big goal. Real big goal. Barbershev did a great job. Um, Ford checking, took the body, loose puck, made a play. You know, Vladdy takes it. Um, Vladdy shot it, right? And uh, Schenner goes to the net, rebound, and puts it in. So, yeah.
0: game changed all?
5: played the first period and kind of started that second? Well, like I said... Um, we, we have a power play and we have a face off in our end and we give up that goal, it changes things. It, um, you know, it, it puts you, put it, puts you on your heels a little bit.
1: Maybe, maybe asking guys, someone should have been over there for a
5: Correct. Um, yeah, everybody on the ice, we should have been, you know, cautious of what was going on and, and, um, making sure we got the puck and then get set up and, go down for the power play breakout but you know we were we weren't uh, we weren't cautious enough there you had to like
1: your start though
5: yeah like maybe feeding off the crowd yeah a... crowd it was great um you know when you're playing tampa you know it's a exciting game for for the guys um we were ready to go i, th- I loved our first period obviously you get a three nothing lead but we had good energy played our game you know Special teams are good. we got a power play goal, uh, killed off a penalty. So we're in a good spot. Greg,
0: this is going to go down as one of the best regular seasons in league history, Tampa. And you've had two wins against
6: them this year. What do you take away from beating them twice?
5: Well, we can play against good teams. You know, um, like, you know, I told the guys before the game, that's a good team over there we're a good team, you know. Um, you should go out and play. Like, you're a good team against a good team. Like, We, and we did, you know, we went out in the first period and we went after them. I thought we had, we uh, were there. We were their aggressors. I thought in the first period, we we dictated the pace. And we, um, in the second period for eight minutes, we eight, nine minutes, we, um, we didn't play our game and they make you pay. That's a good team over there. And they're very good with the puck and they can make plays and they capitalized. Uh, You know, Benner did a great job of, uh, you know, keeping us in there. Is there speed element?
0: You
4: talk about teams that <coughs> is there speed element different from some of the other Yeah,
5: they're fast, and um, playmaking ability is exceptional.
1: Is this, uh, you know, in the playoffs, What mean, this a cautionary tale for for your team of what, what can happen these types
5: of games? Well, I mean, we know, they know. You know, we know when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, like, and how we need to play. And, uh, you know, we can't – you know, you can't feed into that team or teams like that by turning a puck over and making soft plays. They're going to capitalize and go the other way, and it's, it's hard. You're, they three-quarter iced us in the, in the second period there, and, um, you know, we were on our heels for a while.
1: Even so, to, to be the team that's, that's setting records almost every week, is that maybe give your team a little more confidence going forward?
5: Um, yeah, for sure. We, like I said, we're a good team. And I think our guys know we're good, but we have to play a certain way to be good. Were
4: you guys playing better at home? Yeah, yeah.
5: Well, I think we've been playing better at home for some time. Uh, we won seven in a row there, lost to Arizona, right? So, I mean, but it's been, we've been pretty good at home for a while. Nice to
1: see uh, uh, Vladdy get going after, you know, you didn't
5: see him thought, me. I thought Vladdy was really good. I mean, he, I thought he skated tonight, attacked. Um, you know, he was he was he was keyed in to play tonight. He
0: did so good as a line obviously didn't get on the score sheet much the last two games. Is this the kinda of game that's kinda of team you're facing
5: where you know, Well you need them to be good. They they gotta produce. Um, you know, and again they're playing against uh, a top line in the other team all game, so they had a good game.
6: Over, they scored too many goals for them to not make a game of it. Uh, all lines can score, uh, their D are active. Um, you know, I think obviously they play hard, they make plays. Uh, probably did a made a, their job a little bit easier letting them back in that with their with that power play. Um, you know, start the second period there. But uh, Bitter was uh, great again tonight, uh, making huge saves and uh, fun atmosphere to be a part of. What does a win like
5: that feel like?
6: Yeah, it's huge, huge for team confidence. Um, you know, they're a very good team, uh, playing great hockey, winning a lot of games, uh, scoring a lot of goals. So uh, for us to uh, come in and and uh, beat them on you know, two times this year, obviously the team confidence, and and we know we're a good team in here.
2: You get a sense the one you, you're able to score really just kind of halts their momentum there and uh, just kind of take us through the decision to go between the legs there. Yeah, I mean, I think
6: I... Um, you know, my goal, I think I'll take it back even before that where the, the penalty kill stepped up. It was a, it was a 3-2 hockey game and, you know, penalty kill killed off a penalty, uh, yet, a, yet again. So, um, you know, uh, then I was able to get the 4-2 goals. So, uh, special teams, especially the PK was big tonight.
4: Have you tried that one before?
6: Oh, I was just hoping for the best. I don't know if I got hooked or I just rolled off my stick on the first one there. Uh, i haven't seen the replay yet, but, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, nice to score those goals.
4: The- they, tie, they look like they tied it there, and then you get the replay challenge. That's got, got to be another good feeling there as you go from, oh, no, they've tied it, to, oh, we're still ahead. Yeah,
6: great job, uh, by uh, Sean Farrell, uh, video coach, uh, he knew right away. Uh, uh, called it offside, so um, that's huge. And uh, uh, you know, we'll take breaks like that.
2: Does he great. get the Bobby Plaggard gloves tonight, Sean? You
6: should give him that, yeah, uh, Sean. And I our uh, your massage guys in there too, Steve Squire. So between the two of them, they were uh, able to make the call.
2: Braden, why was this game so much different from the one you played down there? I mean, it seemed like down there tight checking, one enough, and This one was a lot more wide open.
6: Yeah, I mean, just the start. Uh, we were able to capitalize on some turnovers by them. Um, you know, some mistakes that they made. They got some bounces, obviously too. Um, you know, like I said, they still played a heck of a hockey, and they almost put 50 shots at goal. They're they tough team to uh, uh, you know to play against. Uh, they come at you in waves, and and uh, like I said, we were able to uh, shut them down tonight.
4: You were coming at them in waves. You guys get three goals in 75 seconds there. That's just it's cases where it just keeps building and building for you guys? Yeah, sure.
6: Not, hasn't probably happened too many times to them this year, uh, mm-hmm. three goals in, in 75 seconds. They're usually the, the, the team scoring uh, lots of goals. But like I said, um, you know, uh, everyone is solid tonight. You know, it's you. obviously we've had uh, some ups and downs in that game, but, uh, you know, it's a solid team effort. You don't beat a team uh, like that without, without everyone. When you hit
2: them with those three goals in the first period like that, uh,
6: I mean, we—that's uh, a good, good push for us, and uh, we slipped a little bit in the second, so we should work on, and we shouldn't do this. You know, give them a feeling of the game, and uh, it's become a tough match for us. And uh, uh, but obviously, a 3 nothing lead in the first is always good.
2: Did you feel, though, even coming in at, with a three-to-nothing lead, that they were gonna—they were gonna come at you and, and make they, a push? You know, they
6: have a lot of comeback wins this year, and uh, you know, everybody knows what kind of players play in there, and they have. A, Like I said, best team in the league so far, with uh, point-wise, and uh, no, it's—I don't know what to say. Just a big win for us, you know. Career
2: high for shots uh, tonight. Uh, I'm feeling pretty tired, so maybe. Pardon me. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: what's it like to to play in a in a in a game like that? I mean, a high pressure. at, At for at times, you look like the the duck in the shooting gallery. I mean, they were just peppering you with shots.
2: Uh, yeah, obviously they're a, a offensively gifted team and uh, there's a lot of momentum changes in that game and uh, I think our fans helped us out a couple times and uh, you know, it, it was just a battle from uh, the start of the second period on and um, thankfully we had a, a good first period and kind of built off that and just competed right till the end. What does the momentum feel like for you when Stamkos blows that shot in, t- you think it's tied up and Sean Farrell makes the call down and you win the challenge? Yeah, shout out Sean Farrell. That's uh, whoever's back there making that call, that's huge, and uh, it was kind of a sigh of relief for me, and I was pretty frustrated, you know, we we really wanted this win, and, um, you know, we got one more game on this homestand here, so tonight was a big one, and hopefully uh, we continue it on Monday. Do you have any sense at the time that it might be offside or, that, you know? No, and I don't really look at the Jumbotron, so I could tell by the fans' reaction that uh, we had a good good chance there, but, and uh, Barbie told me during the play, so, um, you know, that was uh, fortunate for us, and. Um, after that, we kind of regrouped and, and competed right till the end. Even though you get up on this team three to nothing in the first period, you still get a sense that you got to stay on your toes and attack these guys because they're going to come at you and not go away. Yeah, there's certain teams, uh, you know, you have to be relentless, and we've, we got to play desperate. You know, they can come encounter counter so fast, so you got to always be aware. And um, you know, I think we did a good job holding it down. Obviously, the penalty killers were huge tonight, and um, you know, it was it was big for us.
4: This was just a great game for the Blues. It had ups and downs. It showed me that when they got the lead and the other team started coming back, whether it was through some mistakes that the Blues made or whether it wasn't, the team started coming back on them. They didn't panic. They continued to play their game. I think this win bodes well for what we might see in the playoffs from the Blues. Jordan Bennington, I thought, played pretty well he played the best team in the league. He's played them twice now. He shut them out the first time, and this time he allows three goals. So I think they've had 75 to 77 shots on him. Maybe I'm a few off in two games, and he's allowed three goals. I'll take that. I'll take three goals on 40-some-odd shots in one night. let close out their homestand against the Vegas Knights, and that's going to be another tough game. I hope the Blues are not looking past him, Because Vegas is really starting to play better than they were at the beginning of the year. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues!
3: Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance Descott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about lineup media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues.
5: This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.